Hello, my love. Welcome to the Asian Women Mean Business podcast, hosted by me, Rapinda Kaur. I will share tools, tips, and experiences to help make your life easier, bolder, and happier. We will bring in guests who have lessons to share about life, purpose, and relationships, and how they overcome their challenges to create a life that they are proud of. My hope is that each episode will shine more light on your life and help you gain clarity on who you are, recognize your strengths, to empower you to become a powerful woman. Someone who knows her worth, who is confident about herself and her identity. A woman who is willing to evolve to become the best version of herself, not just for her, but for future generations. Are you ready? Well, let's get started with this week's episode. to another episode of Asian Women Mean Business. Now I'm sure some of you are thinking where have you been Rapinda? You promised us more consistency with this season and I was nowhere to be seen. I'm so sorry guys. I got hit by corona. We've had huge things going on in our personal life with our with our daughter and our son. It's just been so so full on and I'm going to be honest and give you full disclosure and say When things feel really overwhelming and there's lots of plates being spun, and I'm sure many of you feel the same way too, I take a very pragmatic view in terms of what I have going on in my schedule. What can I postpone? What can I move forward? What can I delegate? And unfortunately, this podcast was one of those things that I just just couldn't make the time to record. And my husband edits them. And, you know, both of us have just been so full on with our personal life that we, we couldn't do it. But I'm back and I'm back with, dare I say it, a brilliant episode because this is the one question and the one thing that I'm constantly asked about. Constantly I have people telling me their plights and it, honestly, if I had a pound for every time someone mentions this, I would be a millionaire. And so the question is always around How do you deal with friends and family who are not supportive? How do you deal with those people in your life that you love and that you know they love you too, but they are not supporting your life choices, your business or your professional choices? They're not showing up for you in the way that you expect them to, but also in the way that you would show up for them too. So what I'm going to share with you today is the four reasons friends and family are unsupportive and my top five tips on how to handle them like a pro so you can walk away feeling calm and confident. Let me just start by saying, um, explaining what I am talking about. So I'm not talking about toxic people. I'm not talking about those relationships that are super unhealthy, that are looking to bring you down so they can feel better about themselves. They're tearing strips out of you. You feel the toxicity. You feel the negative influence. I'm not talking about those relationships. I'm not talking about the relationships that are full of gaslighting or are emotionally abusive. There are very different tactics to use with those people. And I'll do a separate podcast about that. Today, what I'm talking about is simply those people that are close to you, your friends and family who just aren't supporting you. And so this might show up as when you when you approach them and you talk about maybe a new idea that you have, a new business venture, a new blog, 
something exciting and that you want to do that involves you following your passion. They are the naysayers. They're the ones that put you down. They're the ones that roll their eyes. Um, so imagine that you're, you know, you're sharing this great idea of a new business venture and they roll their eyes or when you're telling um, and sharing an example of something that you might want to do and you find them giving you 10 reasons why you shouldn't do it. That those are the people that I'm talking about. So there are four main reasons why your friends or family are unsupportive, which basically boil down into two categories. They're either scared for you or they're scared for themselves. So let me repeat that. There are only two reasons why people are unsupportive. People who love you are unsupportive. They're scared for you or they're scared for themselves. These beliefs and emotional drivers are largely unconscious. So your friends and family may not even realize that they're doing this. But the number one reason that they tend to do this is because they want to keep you from pain. So they're negative and shooting things down because they love you and they're trying to keep you from failing or having pain in your life. It's their way of saying they're afraid of you. They want what's best for you and think they know what you need to ultimately have a happy life. They don't want to see you sad or upset. They don't want to, you know, for you to have to pick up the broken pieces and they don't support you because they don't want you to be hurt. So that might be a reason why they are not supporting you. The other reason could be is that they don't want to worry about you. They want to feel at ease about what you're doing so they don't have to worry about you. They try to control you and direct you to the options that they think are best. Sometimes we see this with our, our parents when we think about how they guide us into certain career options. You know, They want us to have an education or financial stability. They want us to get married or settle down or have children or get that house because they don't want to worry about us. They want to see us. And that's their version of seeing us being settled. And anything that is contrary to that, anything that is different from that, makes them worry about you. The third reason they might potentially not be supportive of you is because they see your actions as a reflection on them. So this comes up mostly with parents and siblings, but I've also seen it with partners and friends as well. So living a certain way, looking a a certain way making particular life choices are important to those around you because they think it's a reflection on them and so if you think about you know your parents don't might not support you having a child if you're not married because of how they think others will perceive them and we know that's a big thing in the South Asian community we know that it's a big thing if you're not married by a certain age in the South Asian community we know it's a big thing if you don't go into a certain career or um, certain professions is a big thing in our community and they see your actions as a reflection of them and they don't want to be judged so that comes down to judgment but the fourth reason could be that they're jealous you might not be supported because a friend or family member is jealous of a decision you're making because they are unconsciously wishing they could do what you're doing this drives them to shoot down or dismiss what you're doing so they don't have to deal with their own feelings and actions I've actually seen this um, with various things, but but quite recently I saw it with a friend of ours who was going through a separation and a divorce. And when she shared that, you know, her marriage was coming to her end and she was going to go through this process, most of us were, were of course, supportive of her, of her decisions and doing what she felt was right. However, it was really interesting that there were two friends, close friends of hers, 
who are really vocal and really adamant that she should stay in the marriage and make it work and, and, and almost grilling her. It was so uncomfortable. But here's the interesting thing. Within a year of her marriage um, being, being dissolved and divorced, both of those friends, their marriages, they went through separations and divorce too. Because what they could see in their friend was they, that she was taking action that they were afraid to take that she was doing something that they didn't feel that they could do. And so there was a self-projection thing going in terms of they thought she could do it. It made them look at their, their choices and wonder why, they, why they're not doing it. Um, so that was really interesting. I also have seen that in other areas. So maybe if you have left your career and set up a business and you might have friends or family that are dying to do that. They've been talking about that, but they haven't taken action. And so when you do it, it triggers them and it makes it forces them to look at their choices. And rather than take personal accountability and responsibility, what they do is project that onto you. So it's really important to understand that. Just as it is important to understand all of these, you know, they want to keep you from pain. They don't want to worry about you. They see your actions as a reflection of them. They're jealous. It could be any one of these buckets that drives their behavior to not want to support you. I certainly saw this in my life when, as I was coming into Sikhi seven years ago, and I was making some choices around you know, stopping drinking, stopping partying, um, stopping, no longer cutting my hair and going to the Godwara more, going to more programs, really turning to my faith, stopping gossiping and not having conversations that were superficial, like, you know, not wanting to talk about things at a surface level, but wanting to really go deep. I saw things really start shifting in some of my relationships and I didn't feel the support of certain people. There were people that were in my life previously that they just melted away. They, they've just gone. And I think that was because what they saw me doing held a mirror to their life and what they were doing. And either they felt that maybe I was going to be judgmental, which I absolutely am not. How Who am I to judge? Everything they were doing, I was doing, you know, I... I don't judge on the basis of, of that. You do you, boo. I'm going to do me. But I could definitely feel a transition and a, a, a shift in that relationship. And it very much felt like that they wanted to separate themselves and um, not support my choices because they knew that they couldn't do that, that they weren't interested in Sikhi. They, they wouldn't be able to take Umrit and that they felt that was potentially a threat to how they were living their life. So those are some of the reasons why people don't support our choices. But look, I want to give you five things to do if your friends or family are unsupportive. My tip number one is don't look for approval or validation. The biggest problem is that you are looking for their validation. You are looking for their approval. The only person in the whole wide world who needs to approve of what you're doing is you. When you look to your friends and family to approve of what you're doing, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. And that's what happens when you don't feel their support. You're disappointed. And this really all comes down to your self-esteem and confidence. So just remember, this isn't about them. It's about you. 
It's about you standing up for yourself and having the self-esteem and confidence to say what you will and won't stand for, what you need and feeling confident in your decision-making, as well as not allowing others negative reactions to sway you. Number two is be mindful of what you share. If you have someone in your life who cannot seem to be anything but unsupportive, I would ask you to start thinking about what you're sharing with this person. Why must you share this piece of your life with them? Or maybe think of how you share things. So maybe send a message or an email rather than speaking to them about it, because that way things get heated. Um, You don't feel the same level of pain as if it was face to face. So be mindful of what you share. When I decided to come into Sikhi and I decided that I was going to be blessed with Amrit, I only told two people. And and neither of those people were my parents, by the way. I only told two of my cousins who I knew would be supportive, who had been witnesses to my journey. And I knew the moment I told them, they would be like, yes, do it, go for it. That's brilliant. And I very deliberately didn't tell anyone else because I didn't want to have any seeds of doubt planted in me. And that means I didn't tell my parents. I told my parents the day after we were blessed with Umrit, I rang my mum and said, oh, we did it. Here's a photo. And she knew why. I, when she, they said, oh, you know, you didn't tell anything. I told them. I said, because I knew that you would question me and you might, doubt, you might plant doubts in me. And I know that's coming from a place of fear for me because you're, you're probably worried about me. You don't want me to do something that's so big that you haven't been able to do. But I know this is the right thing for me to do. So... Be mindful of what you share. Tip number three is find other resources, find other support networks. Instead of sharing certain things with your usual friends and family, build your own support network. If you can't talk to your parents about your business or your blog or your new venture or your whatever it is that you want to do, find someone else who listens well and share that with them. Build your own resources, speak to people, put in in a network in place, get mentors, get coaching, join a support network, wink, wink, Inspire Club doors are opening in April, come and join us. But, you know, put in place the support that you need and be very mindful of the fact that there are other places that you can go to for that. Tip number four is sometimes you do have to make the cut. So when certain family members aren't supportive, I tend to lean towards not sharing things with them. I don't particularly like cutting family members out unless they're truly toxic or they don't know how to keep boundaries. Um, But sometimes you do have to make a decision around how close you want to keep people to you. And I love that analogy that of your life is like a theatre stage. So if you imagine that you are on this theatre stage and you're looking out at the audience and those front row, that front first row, the second row, the third row, you want that to be full of your cheerleaders. You know, the people that you see, they're rooting for you. You feel their energy. They're clapping. They're hollering. They've got you. Those are the people that you want in that front row. And then what that means is you might have to start moving people to the back row. You might have to start moving people to the balcony. You might have to start moving people to the lobby of this theatre. But make that decision. Be decisive about who do you have around you that is supporting you, that is uplifting you. And who do you have that is holding you back? And then my final point is around being compassionate. 
So this is the thing I've had to realize. And this has come with age and experience and dare I say wisdom of understanding that some people just aren't capable of supporting you because of what's going on for them because of their limiting beliefs, because of their experiences. We're all products of our own upbringing. So if you're about to do something that they feel is so far outside of their comfort zone, that they just aren't capable of supporting you, then just release that person and accept it with compassion. I have had to do that with so many people that are close to me, both personally and professionally, and just shower them with compassion of an understanding of you don't have the capability of understanding what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And rather than getting angry and frustrated or resentful or bitter, which, by the way, I have been all of those things. I'm going to choose to put compassion here. I'm going to choose to allow grace into this situation. And I'm going to choose to distance myself with that love and compassion. So there you go, guys. Those are some of the reasons why people don't support you. Those are some of my tips and suggestions on how to handle those situations. I know that this is a big one. I know it can feel heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching when you don't have the support of the people that you love and you don't have the support of those people that, you know, you would drop everything to support them. If they started something new, if they did something, you would be the person there with the pom-poms and cheering them on. What I can say to you is that not everyone has the capacity to do that. So once we understand that and accept that, We can make more deliberate choices around the people that we can involve and bring into our lives and the people that we can choose to let go. So I hope that's been useful. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, could you do me a favour and share it with someone that you think might enjoy it? And if you haven't already, do leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It really makes all the difference in terms of visibility. Until next time, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. Do subscribe, leave a review and share. It would mean the world to me.